Blog Talk Radio. Circumstances can't stop me And neither will they block me Today I feel unmovable Nothing's impossible To walk on water To calm the sea To speak to mountains I can be free just Today, so we just let you run the show, God, and 
speak through me and encourage those who are listening. We give you all the honor and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, look, guys, I hope that you are having an absolute wonderful, wonderful day today. I hope that you are um, excited about today, excited about the fact that, you know, we get a do-over each day that we are able to uh, start over in our day. We are living renewed, and we can do that. But I know that I've been listening to the news a lot. I've been you know, watching it, seeing it on TV, listening on the radio, um, indirectly. And I am listening to so much out there, and people are just saying that people are scared, they're anxious, they're nervous. There's a lot of stress going on in our our world right now, in our society. And the we need to wonder why, and we know why, but what can we do? to live a stress-free life or to reduce the stress. Stress is like anger, guys. The Bible says be angry but do not sin. Be angry but do not sin. And that's the goal with stress. Stress is going to come. We live in this sinful world. We live in this world where the enemy wants to come and deceive us and steal all of our joy, all of our peace from us. And we want to say, you know what, that's not going to happen. I'm going to take this back. I'm going to rein in these things that are bringing stress in my life. So what does stress do? Let's talk about what stress does. And none of these things are what God would have for us. So we have to understand that God is about um, abundance, about love and peace and joy, And it's up to us to line up with the way he says that we should live our life in order for us to receive those things. And so when we think about stress and what it does to the body, it's not good. It's just like it it riddles our body with chemicals that fire the wrong way. So many of us have heard that uh, cortisol is released in the body, it's, it damages and it can have the ability to kill cells that are responsible for our ability to think, our memory. How many of us have, like, you're, you're overwhelmed, you feel stressed out, and you just can't think? That's because these chemicals in our body are, not, are firing off the wrong thing, and they're producing cortisol. And cortisol is one of those things that we don't want, and it produces the adrenaline, and our body goes into these fight or flight mode, which shifts all of our, um, our, our, our faculties in another direction. And the Bible says that we can live in peace. He tells us that he gives us. We want to live in the peace of Jesus. Now, I talked about some of that last week when we talked about living every day as though it was Easter, living every day as though it were Easter. Well, some of these things fall true when we're looking at living a stress-free life. So the first thing that I want to talk about this morning is faith in God's word. That's where stress, that's the foundation. That is the absolute foundation for our if that makes sense. 
See, we have to have that foundation in the word of God, in knowing who he is, in knowing that he's a sovereign God. So we can look at Second Samuel chapter 28, and we're looking at it where he is our sovereign Lord. You are God. You have a covenant with us, and you are trustworthy. See, if we don't believe that God is trustworthy, if we don't ultimately believe the word of God according to Second Timothy, then what do we have? What are we believing in? If you watch the news, oh, my God, the world is just a bad and terrible place to live. But for those of us who are believers, for those of us who are searching, we can rest and trust that God is in control. He uses people. And a lot of the things that go on are because we have gotten so far away from the mind and heart of God. But for those of us that believe, we know that if we humble ourselves and pray, God will hear us. He'll protect us. God is our protection. Even though things can be going on all around us, we have our refuge in God. I encourage you to read Psalms 91. God is our refuge, spiritual place that we go in God. We look at Isaiah 53. We know that if we keep our mind, and we're going to talk about this later on and what we should do, but if we don't believe the word of God, then how are we going to believe that? So the first thing is solidifying your truth in your mind that you can trust God, that whatever's going on, you know what, God, I trust in you. I know that you're still my provider regarding of all that's going on. Oh, I know that you're still my Jehovah Nisi, the God that fights my battles, regardless of what's going on in our nation and in our world, in my family, on my job. I know that I can trust in you so I can rest. And now when we're resting, and we're going to talk about this um, later, that what are we doing when we're resting? What are we believing on? What are we feeding on? So we want to be feeding on and, and trusting in the word of God. Let's look at Psalms 9, verse, chapter 9, verse 10. Those who know your name trust in you, for you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Seeking the Lord allows us to walk in this place of stress-free living. Stress can be going on all around you. It's kind of like when we look at this, the, uh, the story of Jesus when he was in the boat and the storm is just raging and the storm is just like, rocking the boat, and the disciples are scared. They're like, oh, my God, how is Jesus in this boat sleeping when the boat is rocking and the storm is raging? And he's like, dude, I'm with you. Why are you, I, why are you worried about it? And what does he say? Peace be still. When we keep our eyes on the Lord and not on all that's around us, when we make him our focus and our trust, and our our trust and our peace is found in him, it reduces the stress. So solution one is trusting and believing in, the, in, in God. You have to make that decision that you are going to believe God. One, I believe God. I believe what his word says. Number two 
is going to be hiding ourselves in the word. It's hiding ourselves in the word. If we're not going to hide ourselves in the word of God and make it the point where, what does it say? And the word is Jesus, so we're going to see it again. All of these really interlap. They interlap. But our foundation, if we're not going to believe the word of God and we're going to choose to believe what is tangible more than what God is or who God is and what his word says, then what are we standing on? Then we know that in Hebrews 11, verse 6, Without faith, it's impossible to believe God, impossible to please God. Why is that? You know, when you begin to look at the children of Israel and what they did after the exodus, he brings them out, and look at how they just, how they acted. We, we, we police God by believing. Faith is an action. It's not a thought process. There's action that goes with faith. It's not just a belief. It's a belief in someone that you know can do what they say, and it's not about what you see. It's not about anything tangible in the earth. So faith, we know, is a substance of what? Things that we're hoping for, things that are unseen, and the evidence of what we're praying for. We don't see it right now, but we know that it to be true. The same with I can't see God. But I can look at the trees, I can look at the earth, I can look at nature, and I can see what he's done so I can believe in him. And then, again, hiding in the word. You know what? I'm going to hide myself in the truth of God's word. I'm going to hide myself in keeping my eyes stayed on Jesus, for he keeps me in perfect peace. I'm going to know that God is my refuge. He is my buckler and my shield. Okay, we have to know those things. And then we're going to go to number three. Number three we're looking at is watching, this is so important, guys, watching what we listen to, watch what we are watching on TV, what are we reading. If we are spending more time listening to things that really don't our mind, our soul, our spirit, that don't benefit us in our relationship with God, then, and it's bringing negativity, then what are we doing? And now that doesn't mean that you, you close yourself off from the world, but I think you know what I mean. Some things are just negative. They're not they're not producing anything good, but they're bringing us down in negativity. I mean, statistics have been out there and proven that people just watch the news and just get depressed because there's just so much negativity out there. But when we look at the book of Luke, the Gospel of Luke, verses 34 through 36, and if you get a chance, I want you to read own Bible, but I'm going to read it for you now real quick because I think that it's very, very important for us to see that our eye gate 
I mean, they're not just eyes. When the Bible talks about what it lets into our spirit and our soul, then we need to take this under advisement. So we're going to look at Luke chapter 11, and we're looking at verses 34 through 36. Um, and I'm going to start, start with 32. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give the needy. Provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old, with a treasure in the heavens that does not fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And then we go on to 35. Stay dressed for action, keeping your lamp burning. And be like men who are waiting for their master to come home from the wedding feast, so they so that they may open the door to him at once when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants who the master finds awake when he comes. Truly I say to you, he will dress himself for service and have them recline at table, and he will come and serve them. That was from the English Standard Version of that of that scripture. And if you read it in other scriptures, it will more specifically talk to you about the eye gate. Your eye is a lamp that provides light to your body. When your, body, when your eye is good, your whole body is filled with light. That is Luke chapter 11, 34. Make sure that your light you think you have is not act, actually darkness. If you are filled with light, with no dark corners, then your whole life will be radiant as though a floodlight were filling you with light. That's from a different translation. And as you can see, it gives you a, a, an entirely different picture. We really want to make sure, or not an entirely different, but it really brings more fuel to that, to that, that scripture, that our light, our ear gates, it makes a main difference of what we're listening to, what we're allowing in. When we allow, I mean, think of it this way. They don't call it mood music for nothing because it, it gets into your mind. It puts you in the mood. It has the words and the lyrics. It's like being in church and hearing your favorite worship song, your favorite worship music. What does it do? It reminds you of that love and that relationship that you have with Jesus Christ and God through the sun. It changes things. It's like reading a good book, and it changes your mindset. It changes how you feel about something. It's like being at a party, and they play your favorite song. It's just like, oh, my God, that's my favorite song. Let me get out there. I want to dance. It's the same thing. As we allow light in, as we allow the light of God in through what we listen to, we want to make sure that we're balancing out greater things of good or peace and joy that we allow into our spirit and into our soul so that we don't feel stressed. Sometimes we just need to get away and change our environment or our scenery. Take a walk in the park. Sit by the ocean. Sit quietly in your home and just be present in the moment and not allow outside influences, noise, to come in and to distract you from just being present, from being quiet. They talk about meditating 
on the word of God, meditating on the scripture. What does it mean to be in the refuge of God? What does it mean to be under the shadow of the Most High? Resting ourselves so that God can speak to us in our minds and in our hearts so that we can live stress-free, so that we can live at peace. So I hope that encourages you as you seek to look and to be stress-free. What we want to do is, as a quick recap before we go on to the next one, one, make a decision. Are you going to believe God? That's number one. If you're going to make excuses and say, oh, well, well, I believe God there, but I really don't believe God over here, or, well, you know, you don't know what I have to go through, or, or you don't understand. No, 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 no. We have to make a decision. Number one, are we going to believe God? Are we going to recognize him as being sovereign, that he has a plan, that we read at the end of the book, that he is trustworthy? Are we going to believe that? Boom. That's number one. And then after we do that, we have to make a conscious decision to hide ourselves, to keep our mind stayed on him, to recognize that he is our refuge, that we're going to keep ourselves protected under his word, meaning we're going to recite his word. We're going to believe his word. We're going to fill ourselves with his word. So we're going to fill in and take in what he is doing. But then we also want to not take in negative things, which is number three. We want to watch what we're taking into our spirit. We want to watch what we're, what we're allowing into our mind. We want to allow what we're allowing to dictate ver- various thoughts. You know, if if the news programming are saying that people are scared and nervous, what does God say about our situation? What are we taking in? What negative thoughts are we going to say, no, that's not true. God has not forsaken me. I don't believe that. We want to take in the joy of the Lord is my strength, the joy of the Lord. So if we're feeling down, the Bible says that we can stir up our in our most holy faith. How do we do that? By focusing on the things of God that we talked about before, by exercising and taking action in there. And the next one is a very practical one. It's really managing your life. Managing your life. What are you doing to manage your life when it comes to finances, when it comes to the things that you've allowed to affect your life. Some things we just have to say, you know what, this is what I can do. This is in my realm and my parameters of what I can do. And we're going to talk more about that next week. We're going to get into managing your life. We're going to look at finances. We're going to look at relationships as the other areas to complete our five solutions. Because I did not want to rush through this time today of looking at stress. You know, stress is a great um, deterrent that the enemy loves to use to get us off of what we should. When we look at what are we allowing, 
what I want to add to that is what do we need to remember? We must remember that we wrestle not with flesh and blood. It is a spirit. You can read that in Ephesians chapter 6. And we also want to look at that. Remember that the enemy is a great deceiver. He is a loud, noisy, clankering symbol. And he makes things worse than what they really are. And sometimes they aren't that bad. So when we're looking at what are we allowing in, let's allow in truth, the truth of God's word, the truth of what God is saying about a situation, the truth that we are okay. God's word is truth. And we want to make sure that we don't listen to any other lie but the but what God is saying. You know, Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice, and they listen not to another. We need to watch what we're listening to. When we look at the Psalms, he says, your word is a lamp and a light unto my path. God gives us what we need to get through. We want to see things from God's perspective, God's perspective and not our own perspective. Remember, I'm always saying we filter our life through the word of God. It's not our truth. I'm not living my truth. My life, and I hope your goal, is to live God's truth. My truth, the Bible is very clear that the ways that seem right to a man lead to destruction. I don't want to lean on my own understanding. The word says to not lean on my own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he will direct my path. See, when we're acknowledging God, staying focused on God, on the things of God, having the mind of God, that's what we need to look at. You know, Jesus, we just celebrated Holy Week. We just celebrated the resurrection of Christ last week. And what we learned was, and what we know or we're remembering, is that he died to be our mediator. He died to be our mediator from everything. There's no one else that we need to scripturally pray to. He is the one that we pray to. We have the Holy Spirit, our comforter. The scriptures don't give us any indication that we're looking at the news for our guide or any other thing for our guide, but Jesus is our guide. So I want to encourage you guys with that today, and I want to encourage anyone that may not know Christ as their personal Savior. If you're living with stress, take heed to some of the scriptures that I mentioned today. Take heed to resting in this wonderful Savior that died so that we could be free. Ask him to come into your life today. Choose to turn from the way that you're going into the way that he wants you to go, into the ways of Christ. And you can do it from the quietness of your own home. It doesn't need to be a big production. Just ask him to come in. Tell him, I admit that I'm a sinner, but now I turn. I want to go the ways of God, and I want to be free. And live in that peace and to receive. I received the free gift of what God did for me on the cross. So if you did that, the angels are rejoicing. People are celebrating in heaven for what you've done, for what Christ has done. And you are now in the family. 
I want you guys to listen to the theme song of this show, and I want you to know that you can be free. You have been given power in Jesus Christ. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you next week.